Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman, brought to you by Andy Wells, Realtor, 225-772-6000. You'll hear from Andy in just a minute or two as he sponsors this podcast of Sports Takes. Trey Blossman and I are going to talk a lot of LHU basketball, Will Wade's Tigers, Got some college basketball thoughts. We're right around the corner from March Madness. And Trey's got lots of thoughts about the New Orleans Pelicans, their historic win Sunday night against the Celtics. They're going to increase capacity at the Smoothie King Center. We'll talk about that as well for the Pelicans' next tilt on Wednesday night against the Detroit Pistons. So lots of hoops, a lot of bouncing basketballs on this week's edition of Sports Takes. Again, brought to you by Andy Wells for all of your real estate needs, 225-772-6000. Hey, don't forget to connect with me on social media, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, got a YouTube channel, and I am the oldest dude on TikTok, gave everybody a free pick that won money this past Saturday. You don't want to miss me on TikTok. Hey, we're going to take a break and hear from Andy Wells. He'll tell you more about him and how to reach out to him. Also, our host, Anchor, and we'll be back with Trey Blossman talking basketball on this week's Sports Takes all a part of Talking Sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Stay tuned. This is Andy Wells with Kelly Williams First Choice Realty, and I want to be your real estate guy. Call or text me today for any and all of your real estate needs. Are you on the fence about selling your house? I have seven amazing reasons why you should have it on the market right now. I'd love to share that with you. So call or text me today at 225-772-6000. That's 225-772-6000. Once again, this is Andy Wells, and I want to be your real estate guy. 225-772-6000. That's 225-772-6000. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In three, two, we continue with talking sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by Trey Blossman for this week's episode of Sports Takes. Please like this podcast, favorite it, share it with all your friends. We got some basketball talk for you today. Without any further ado, Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? Doing great, Tommy. Happy to have some sunshine today. Happy to be out of the frigid temperatures. Happy to start another week. I think folks in South Louisiana would agree with you. Uh, let's talk some basketball. As we mentioned, uh, LSU basketball a couple of weeks ago lost four out of five. They now won three straight and in impressive fashion. Trey Blossman, your thoughts on the LSU basketball team? Well, certainly the last three games are very encouraging. You know, I'll go back to that heartbreaking loss that should never have been a loss to Texas Tech. That's a game the Tigers should have won. The next game after that was a rematch with Bama, who had absolutely pummeled LSU in the first meeting, and who apparently is a really good basketball team. I think they're number six in the new rankings that came out today. Uh, 
So you had to be feeling pretty bad after those two losses to Bama, sandwiched around the loss to Texas Tech, throw in a loss to a Kentucky team that's underperforming, but that you know has good athletes. Kentucky is a very long team, something that LSU currently is not because of injuries. Uh, But LSU playing very, very well. I touched on it last week that I had said three or four weeks prior that the LSU team would be much better off with a more aggressive and a less uh, or a more unselfish Javante Smart. We've been seeing that. He's put up uh, 16, 20, and 22 in his last three games to go along with Cam Thomas, who's incredibly consistent, Tommy. His last three games are 25, 25, and 27 points. Darius Day is back from injury, has put up 17, 14, and 16. And Watford has put up 18, 9, and 14. Those four guys getting it done. And along the way, other Tigers are contributing. Hyatt, LeBlanc, uh, ready to get O'Neal back from the foot injury that's been so hurting him all year. But LSU is balanced. They can score the ball. They're playing improved defense. I like what I'm seeing, Tommy. I mean, what's what's not to like? Well, you know, when they had that stretch where they lost four out of five, you kind of referenced it. I was told that, you know, Will Raid really got after some asset practice before that Mississippi State game in which they got Darius Days back, and that really helped. But, you know, he flat out told them, you know, basically, I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know word for word. But he basically said, you guys got to get this together. You're a better basketball team than what you've been showing. We got to start playing on both ends of the floor. And, you know, we, we got to turn this around and make a push so we can be in the postseason and make a run in the postseason. I was told he really got their attention. And based on the results of the last three games, I would have to agree with that. I mean, he has got their attention and they picked a good time to start getting hot or to stay hot. Because, heck, we're not that far away from the Southeastern Conference postseason tournament and not that far away from March Madness. We're sneaking up on the end of February here. So, you know, perhaps a message from Will Wade, he got to him. And, you know, Javante Smart has been a key reason for that, as you pointed out. And then the consistency of Cam Thomas, which the consistency wasn't there when they they had that little stretch when they didn't do as well. So we'll see if they can keep it up. They got to play at Georgia Tuesday night, six o'clock tip. That's a winnable game, albeit on the road. Uh, You know, it'd be the goal has got to be, you know, leave Athens with a win and and fly home and get ready for the next game, which they got to go to Arkansas. And that's going to be a tough one. Arkansas is playing really well. Yeah, I, Yeah. I, I think what you said, what's not to like about LSU right now, that's the thing. As opposed to, you know, two and a half, three, three and a half weeks ago, there was a lot not to like with what was happening on the floor. But give Coach Will Wade and his staff credit for cleaning up the mess. And right now things are looking really good. I have not seen a point spread yet. I'm going to look for that while we're talking uh, on tomorrow night's contest. That should be out soon, if not already. And I'm about to pull that up. But I would think LSU would be a slight favorite, even though they're on the road. And again, the road does not mean what it would normally mean if you had, you know, full buildings and crowds everywhere. It's just the way it is right now in the world we live in. And uh, although 
Some of it is starting to shake loose a little bit. I know the Pelicans are good. We're going to talk about them in a minute, but they're going to increase their attendance to, to 2,700, I believe, for their next game, as opposed to, I think, 800 they were letting in. So maybe we're getting on the other side of this thing. But, Trey, as we wrap up LSU and college basketball, you mentioned to me a little bit ago, and you keep a closer eye on this than I do, that you know March Madness is around the corner. But you don't think anybody can beat Gonzaga. What about these teams in the Big Ten? Aren't there some pretty good Big Ten teams? Michigan is a really good team. And I'll tell you that their game yesterday against Ohio State was a great basketball game. These teams were just getting after it. Nobody had a lead out of the single digits. Uh, Every time Michigan tried to open it up five, six, seven points, Ohio State came back to tie it or take a one-point lead. A tremendous basketball game. For a college basketball fan, uh, I was watching some of it while I was working yesterday, and it just was a great game. Somebody had to lose it. You feel bad for Ohio State, but they lost to a really good Michigan team. Uh, Wisconsin's been a little disappointing. They had a good game last night. Purdue is getting better with each game. They got some young guys that are coming along. Uh, yeah, there's some good teams in the Big Ten. How good are they? I, I don't know. Big 12, Baylor looks pretty good. Uh, I love some of the athletes that play for Oklahoma State. Kansas had a rough stretch. They've gotten it back together. Uh, Everybody's talking about Baylor and Gonzaga. They had a game canceled because of COVID. It would have been nice to see those two teams match up. But when I look at Gonzaga, Tommy, they put on a clinic. Gonzaga has had teams deeper with probably more NBA talent than this particular team. But I do think this team has at least three NBA players, if not four or five or even six. But they don't have as many lottery picks. I think they've got three lottery picks on this team. In in recent years, you know, they've had Killian Tilly. Uh, They've put out, uh, now I'm going to go, Rui Hachimura. They've put out some good high lottery picks and, uh, this team doesn't have the depth on the front line that some of the Gonzaga teams in the past decade have had, but this team is magical. They play very, very well. They're very, very smart. And uh, unless they get in foul trouble or have an injury issue, I don't think anybody's beaten Gonzaga this year. And as we go forward here on Sports Takes, we'll have lots of tournament talk for postseason conference tournaments. And, of course, as I said, March Madness is right around the corner. Before we shift gears to the New Orleans Pelicans and the NBA, for all your real estate needs, call or text Andy Wells, 225-772-6000. And here's the cool thing about Andy Wells. You, you can ask him for some tips or some advice. I mean, you, you don't have to sign him up. He, he's willing to help everybody in the real estate business. Call or text area code 225-772-6000. Andy Wells, I highly recommend him. Trey Blossman, a historic comeback last night by the Pelicans to hang a defeat on the Boston Celtics. Uh, what's up with the Pelicans after that? Uh, the largest comeback in franchise history to beat Boston by five. So I want you to talk about that game. And where are the Pelicans as we near the end of February? Well, Tommy, the Pelicans currently sit in 11th place in the West standings. The West is loaded, as usual. But they're only two games out of the nine spot and two and a half games out of the eight spot. Uh, A lot of teams have had some issues with COVID or injuries. The Dallas Mavericks are 
not where they should be. They had went oh, three weeks missing four and five starters and lost some games. Uh, the Pelicans, I watch most of their games, if not all of them, Tommy. And I, I sometimes I'm so excited to watch them, and sometimes I'm like, what happened tonight? And here's the problem with the Pelicans. They rarely play four quarters in a game. And it's not just them. It's symptomatic of the NBA that a team can come out and take a 15-point lead in the first quarter and then be down at halftime. That, that's crazy to me, but it happens. But the uh, Pelicans always seem to have that one quarter where they really blow the game. They had a good game going Friday night and absolutely got torn apart late to lose that one big. But yesterday they were down 24 points in the third quarter to a Boston team that sits number six in the East and would and should be higher other than they've had injury problems and COVID issues. Uh, the standings don't reflect the quality of the teams as they sit today because so many teams have had interruptions. But Boston, no doubt, is a very good team. Uh, it was a good comeback yesterday. They did lay an egg in the second quarter. Boston outscored the Pelicans 33-19 to in the second quarter. And they came out in the third quarter and opened up the lead even more. But then the Pelicans started really grinding. And the Pelicans came back in the fourth quarter and outscored Boston 34-21. to And then game went into overtime, which it shouldn't have. Pelicans should have won in regulation. Pelicans outscored Boston 12-7. to Lonzo Ball had 16-6-4 yesterday. Josh Hart, who is playing fantastic basketball, you know, I wonder if they are going to consider starting him. I think he's so valuable coming off the bench. He's always in the game late. But 17-10 and 10 from Josh Hart. Zion had 28-10, and 10, and Brandon Ingram had 33 points yesterday. Uh, Pelicans scoring... Looks like this on the season average, Zion, 25.1. And, you know, Zion got to 1,000 points faster than like anybody else in the history of the NBA. That's amazing. Ingram's average in 23.9. Lonzo Ball, who I used to totally dislike, and now I'm a big fan of Lonzo, averaging 14.3. Bledsoe, 12.5. Josh Hart, 9. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, 8. Steven Adams, 8. A lot of people contributing. J.J. Redick averaging eight points a game. Uh, Billy Hernan Gomez playing as of late because of the injuries to Adams. I think he had 16 rebounds yesterday. Kyra Lewis is a promising young player. Melly's getting back into the rotation. I'm hoping yesterday was a sign from these Pelicans. They realized they're better than they've been playing, much like Coach Will Wade told LSU, maybe Van Gundy needs to tell the Pelicans you're better than you've been playing because uh, they have promise. This team has a lot of promise, Tommy. And I'm not talking about two years from now. This is a good basketball team. Well, and I'm looking at the press release right now. The Pelicans will increase capacity to 2,700 fans beginning this Wednesday, February 24, when they host the Detroit Pistons. They're going to follow all the rules, and then hopefully they can kick that up to 4,000 in the near future, and then hopefully we can go back to you know putting as many people in there that want to buy a ticket. So I guess that's good news that they're going to let more folks in to the Smoothie King Center beginning this Wednesday night, the 24th, 
against the Detroit Pistons. And maybe, maybe Van Gundy could, you know, call up Will Wade and say, hey, look, we'll buy you a little gas. Can you drive down to the walls and talk to the Pelicans for us and, you know, fire them up like you did those LSU Tigers. Come, come yell at my team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, uh, Trey, elsewhere in the NBA, they're still planning this all-star game in Atlanta on March 7. That's only, what, a little, a little less than two weeks away. Uh, a lot of a lot of consternation about that. Whether they should be doing it, uh, some players not big fans of it. Uh, there's strict requirements on how they travel to Atlanta and what they can do once they're in Atlanta. It's not gonna, obviously won't be a typical NBA All Star weekend. It'll be like a day with some different things going on, and then the game. You know, I, I'm not so sure they shouldn't just say, "Okay, we'll just." We'll do a virtual thing, like kind of like the NFL did with the Pro Bowl. We'll name the guys who were named to the All-Star team, show you a couple of highlights, and that's that. I, I just hope they're not pushing the envelope a little too far trying to stage an All-Star game, which in effect is nothing but an exhibition game, and it's made for the fans, but the fans aren't going to be able to attend. So why, not, why won't they scrap this thing? Well, I have mixed feelings on it, Tommy. Uh Guys like LeBron James saying that they don't want the game, they don't want to play. Don't play, LeBron. The game can go on without you, okay? That guy thinks he's bigger than the game, bigger than the league. He's not. Uh, he's an overrated player at this point in time. I know some people would disagree with that. I recognize his greatness. I know he's won championships. He won those championships with some really good teammates. It's not like he ever willed his team to a victory by himself. He always had other stars, Kyrie Irving, uh, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, uh, Anthony Davis. Uh, you know, he, he's not a one-man team. I, I just wish he'd shut up. I think there's a lot of young players that would look forward to playing in this game. And if some of the veterans well, want to opt out, let them opt out. Let the young kids play. These guys, they're professional athletes. They're young. They're not going to die of COVID. Uh, the season's been weird. And look, some teams have lost players for weeks. Some play teams are going to lose players for weeks before the season's over. Okay? But let let's not let this rule us out. Look, guys our age, we need to be careful. Guys the age of NBA players, let them go. Let them go. Well, I I'll say this to LeBron James, and this is an analogy I've used many times over the last several decades for different people in different sports. I would say, LeBron, the NBA was here long before you. It will be here long after you. Pipe down, okay? You Stay in your lane, bro, as that commercial says. You know, if you don't want to play in it, I agree with you, Trey. If you don't want to play in an all-star game, Tell them, hey, I'm out. I'm not going to be there. Put it, put, you know, add somebody in my place on the roster. It could be as simple as that. Well, but we'll see. We'll talk more about that as it gets closer. Trey, as we wrap it up, any closing comments here on this week's episode of Sports Takes? And again, we invite people to share this with your friends and be on the look for it each and every week as part of Talking Sports with TK. Well, you know, I I'm anxious to see some of these. Uh, college football games on TV. That's I, I would love but to be I, able to do that. You know, I know you worked, I a worked, game, a, worked a game Friday I worked night down in Thibodeau to Nichols versus Lincoln university of Missouri. Uh, Nichols set records one eighty seven to three, but at least it was college football. Look, they had the band playing. I was told they had dancing girls and cheerleaders. I didn't look at that. <laughs> but uh, they had, and look, I'll tell you this too. They were, uh, 
I don't want to say there was no social distancing, but let's just say the nickel side of John L. Guidry Stadium, it wasn't packed shoulder to shoulder, but close to it. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, they weren't <laughs> six feet away from one another. Uh, I didn't have a tape measure tray, but I don't think they were six feet apart, okay? But and then, of course, it was so cold, and Nichols was in a route, so a lot of people did leave, you know, into the second half. But former Zachary standout LSU signee, once a Missouri player after junior college, Lindsey Scott looked really good. Tim Rebo's got a really good team with a lot of talent at the skill positions. It'll be curious to see how Nichols does going forward in the Southland. Southeastern's supposed to be tough. We'll see how all that goes uh, going forward as they'll start Southland conference play uh, this week. A short schedule. But it'll be, like I said, I told Ronnie Rance the other night, it's football in February, and we're, we're at the game and working for the TV crew, you know? So it was fun, no doubt about it. All well, right, Trey Blossman, go ahead. Got, got a comment? No, no, I'm just uh, – I'm glad they're playing. I felt bad for these kids when they missed the season in the fall. As I mentioned to you before we started recording, uh, WWL-TV Channel 4 had a really nice feature on 4th Down on 4 last night on Southeastern. Uh, line up. Go Lions. Well, and as we close up, don't forget Major League Baseball spring training is in full force in Florida and Arizona. Trey and I are both big baseball enthusiasts, so you'll get a lot of baseball on sports takes in the coming weeks as well. Trey Blossman, you have a wonderful week, sir. Thank you, Tommy. 